their offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. Joe Jacoby and Russ Grimm, the two Hogs that time with the big blocks. John Riggins, the diesel getting warm. Drag up that diesel. Oh, um, um, um. Let's go diesel. Good afternoon and welcome to another 50 Gut Blog Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Paul Williams, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Corey Cliff. Fellas, how's it going? Good to be back, man. Back in the flow. Feeling a little... Actually, I'm feeling great off this Nats win right now, I must say. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I'm in a good mood right now. Well, we're in a good mood. The Nats fans in this podcast are in a great mood. Minus the Red, one, minus the, one. the Red Sox fan. Pardon, pardon me. Pardon me. Hey man. Look, I, you know that's fans make. You know, you guys are kind of annoying as a fan base because you guys really never. You guys act like you've been through so much. We have, Cliff. We have. You've been around like ten years. You got Strasburg, and Harper. Nats <laughs> fans remind me of Thunder fans. Oh my god, who's that? <laughs> that. Yeah, you comparing us to the people of Oklahoma, bro? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not comparing you to the people that live there. I'm saying it's like you guys are, you guys get so wound up. And if you weren't just gifted a franchise, <laughs> and then you got a new ballpark, Bryce Harper, Steven Strasburg. Well, that's what most teams get when you finally get a baseball team back in your city. You oh, two generational, two generational talents. I mean, hey, well, you know, we deserve something here in the nation's capital. You got Bryce Harper and Steven Strasburg. Then had the nerve, the way Nats fans were talking about Strasburg yesterday on Twitter. People should be ashamed of themselves. Man. I didn't or, say one bad Anybody that was trashing him on Twitter yesterday should be ashamed <laughs> of themselves. <laughs> Hey, they had Strauss, all types of names for Strasburg yesterday. Strauss played like a dog today. Shout out to Strauss. Same folks I hear knocking my man for being sick, calling out work on Tuesday because he got a little <laughs> sore throat. <laughs> but they got the nerve to go, oh, man. People make me sick when it comes to stuff like that. He had the Jordan um, flu game, man. They're right calling it hashtag mold game. <laughs> Damn, the mold game. <laughs> It's all for not if they don't win tomorrow. So. That is true, man. Hey, let's just, let's just, let's just enjoy this for a moment. <laughs> in my Phil Shanier voice. <laughs> now nah, they're winning tomorrow. They're winning tomorrow. You heard it here first. I told oh, you so. guys they would come back and win. You guys are being so damn negative around here. All right? <laughs> After game three, everybody started being negative. I knew they were going to come back and win this series. Or they're going to lose it horrifically. One of the two. Well, I can't it's either win tomorrow or lose in like dramatic fashion. Both options are on the table, so I, I can't. I can, you yep. can't do it again, man. I, I can't take another heartache. Next year, the Reds, maybe. Maybe <laughs> year after that, Diamondbacks. The Reds, though. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Mister Irrelevant <sighs> for uh, caps on grass. Welcome to the Mets. <laughs> That was nah, that was We're gonna overcome tomorrow. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Though we all almost lost it. I'm not gonna lie. I was one of them. I will admit. Yeah, good. Just wanna make sure it's admitted. <laughs> it's been a nice little distraction 
while the Redskins had a bye week, uh, but now they're back in their regular game planning against the San Francisco 49ers this coming Sunday at FedEx Field. Uh, they practice outside today in the rain. Several players did not dress for practice. Uh, Rob Kelly probably is not going to play on Sunday with an ankle injury. The coaching staff today announced that they're probably going to keep him out. Zach Brown is also sick. Deshaies or Everett has a hamstring. Trent Williams has a knee. He hasn't practiced either day this week. And Josh Norman, of course, is out two to four weeks with that ribbon punctured lung injury. Um, of the guys that did not practice today, the biggies are obviously Norman, who we know is not going to be there this Sunday or maybe even next Monday night. But Trent Williams, if he can't play, I mean, they have a very stout front three, I should say, with Armstead, Buckner, and Solomon Thomas, their first-round pick from this year. So having TJ Clemmings out there on edge, even against a rookie, then that's not really a good sign for the scary. Against a rookie, having TJ Clemens out there it's against scary. a truck driver is scary. He's terrible. terrible. Trent's playing. I'm not worried about Trent. Trent's playing. He's going to play, but it's definitely a concern, man. The big fella had an MRI, so you know, anytime they got to go and check out the knee, it's, it's they they said nothing about it though, right? Yeah, they said no no structural damage. He's that guy's playing. I'm not worried about him. Trent eighty percent is still the best left tackle in the world. Hundred percent. So, I'm not concerned. <laughs> I mean, are you concerned that maybe rushing him back might hurt you down the stretch if this injury tends to linger? Or you can keep him out right now against He's a team that, if we're being honest, is underwhelming talent-wise. That, I mean, you should win this game if you bring your B game. No, 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 no. We are not, we, we, we're not going to do that. T.J. Clemens <laughs> and left tackle. <laughs> we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not doing it. Mm-mm. We cannot do it unless you want Colt McCord to be starting at Philly. Do not put T.J. Clemens out there. Mm-mm, mm-mm. The big fella will be there. And I think, really, if he was truly injured, I, I don't think they would ever rush Trent Williams to be back. Trent, if he couldn't play, he would not be out there. He's nicked up, but I think the big fella, he'll be ready to go. This is the MRI was clean, right? Yeah, it was clean. He came so back clean. what we worried about. Well, I mean, DC pra- fans. He, practice. he doesn't I mean, need to practice. Yes, he doesn't need to practice. Of course he doesn't need to practice. But wouldn't you like to see him just practice at least once, especially after a bye week? He's still no. not practicing. No. I'm okay. Maybe you practice Trent. You know, it sounds like those guys on another channel in the offseason when they're like, can Trent show up and be a part of the voluntary OTAs? He doesn't really need the practice. You know who oh, needs yeah, to practice? You know who needs to practice? TJ Clemens. That's it. <laughs> so 100%. Trent is doing us a favor. We're going to get yeah. TJ all the first team reps he can imagine. Mm-hmm. Trent, chill out, man. Get your bucket hat on. Ice up. <laughs> yeah, ice up. We go. He's gonna be all right, man. Seventy-one is always all right, no doubt. Yeah, but let's not take that for granted because I mean, uh, remember how quick it was for Chris Samuels? Like one day he had neck injury, and the next whoa, day he whoa, was whoa, gone. Whoa, 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 I'm just saying. I'm whoa, just saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just whoa. saying. Whoa. Let's not take for granted. Seventy-one. I feel a lot of negativity coming. Paul, the go. MRI was clean. Does my man 71 wear a recliner on his neck? <laughs> he doesn't. Okay. Clean MRI. He's not practicing. Because what the hell does he need to practice for? Silverback. He'd be all right, man. Ice up, Trent. What's he listed as on the injury report? Uh, Questionable. He's playing. The guy's playing. I'm not worried about him. If he's feeling even 80%, like you said, he's the best left tackle in football so i mean clean mri so what's like i don't like what could be the problem there he's probably just a little sore it might be like a little bone bruise you know right ice up 
All right, what about Rob Kelly? That kind of means that you're forced to just rock with Chris Thompson, who's obviously having a great season, Samaji Piran, and probably Matt Kelly. Uh, I've Matt seen Kelly. Matt Kelly on a bunch on this podcast. I think he needs to get more carries. And Who the hell's Matt Kelly? You mean Mac Brown? Oh, my God. I got to cut this whole damn part out. <laughs> nah, you just got to stay in. No, you got to cut it out because the way I laughed now. I was like, oh, my God. We're allowed to laugh at our mistakes. We are allowed to laugh at our mistakes. Right. You didn't catch when Cliff was like, Matt Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Matt uh, Kelly. <laughs> if we could combine Matt Jones and, or Mac Brown. See, look, there you go with Matt Jones. Bring your gator back. Nah, he I thought he said, I thought he said Mac. Did he say Matt or Mac? I said, said Mac. Mac Kelly. Mac, yeah. Mac Kelly. That sounds like a West Coast rapper. <laughs> sounds like an Oakland rapper. <laughs> Dubs up, <laughs> Matt Kelly. Oh, but I mean, with Kelly down, obviously somebody's gonna have to step up. You know what I mean? Hopefully, we get the opportunity to see our guy Mac Brown get a few carries. I don't. I mean, I think all of us on this pod don't trust Samaj P. Ryan to have. Uh, you know, we ten. may not. John Jay Gruden, he still trusts. He said Samaj P. Ryan. Well, I, okay, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have worded it like that. I, don't, I haven't lost complete faith in Piron, but the fact that he's laying the ball on the ground is a cause for concern. But I'll be honest, I've lost complete faith in him. Well, and if he fumbles on Sunday, he's done. You're done like, here. What are, we gonna, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. I feel like we cut Matt Jones for doing like mm-hmm. the same shit. Like mm-hmm. two fumbles, and one of them was extremely costly. So you, you got us on the bench. I mean, hopefully, coming off the bye week, the rook get his confidence up. You know. Don't – I mean, he's a rookie. He can't hold his head down forever. It's a new week. Come on. We drafted you to be a running back here. Get your shit together. Hold on to the football. I, I, it's not even asking for much. It's, much. it's not. It's not. So, uh, I, I think Mac Brown will probably get sprinkled in there a little bit. I think Jay. I think Jay's trying to mess with the fantasy people. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's really what he's doing. He's trying to get the fantasy people to play some IJP, Ryan. Little today, no. Mac Brown's getting twenty carries on Sunday. So, hey, I tell you one thing: if Mac Brown gets twenty carries and shows out, <laughs> P. Ryan might be inactive for these for the foreseeable future. I'm gonna tell you that. Any other injuries we need to talk about? Zach Brown probably is gonna be fine. He's just sick. He's uh, probably he's probably at Josephine's last night. He had a little bit too much to drink. Just coming back from the bye week, so you know, just gotta get his stuff together. So <laughs> I'm just joking, but <laughs> yeah, I think Zach, nah. Zach should be fine, man. It's, it's Wednesday. Illness. He'll be okay. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the 49ers then. Let's talk about what they have going on there. They are obviously 0-5, one of the one of three still winless teams in the NFL. The past four games, they've lost by combined 11 points, two of them in overtime. So while their record says they stink, and, and they do, they're not really a, a talented football team. They're definitely on the wrestling's level, even when they bring their A game. They've been hanging around teams and they hung in there with the 49ers, um, hung in there with the Seahawks, hung in there with the Cardinals. So what's the chance they can come in here and make us sweat a little bit or let you make this a game? I mean, there's always a chance because somebody's got to win the game. But, I mean, if we bring our A game, I don't see any reason why we should not be able to take care of business. Their, their talent level is not on the level of ours. I mean, like you said, they're an 0-5 football team. Yes, they've been in close games, but their starting quarterback is Brian Hoyer. With the way our defense is playing, if we can't take advantage of Brian Hoyer, I mean, we we have a problem. 
I mean, okay, they've been close in games. That's lovely. I'm I, like I. I can't give you that much credit for being close in games. I would, no. I would say they played the Colts last week, right? So they flew from San Fran to Indy, back to San Fran. Now they're flying back. Another 1 o'clock start. The Colts game was a 1 o'clock start. This team is ripe to get their asses kicked on Sunday, if I'm being honest. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I, I don't see why we wouldn't beat this team by double digits. Obviously, stranger things have happened. I'm not, but I don't see the same Redskins team I've seen in the past. Nope. So, no, something something's going on at Ashburn. Something's definitely happening, and nationally, people are actually noticing it. People are really giving this team a lot, a lot of props this uh, by week. We have not. Okay, I don't know. I know. I sent you guys this. We are eleven point favorites. Mm. Okay, that's scary. That's scary territory. We've not for us. been double digit favorites since two thousand nine. I was just going to ask you that, Cliff. That is incredible. <laughs> Which we oh. didn't cover. Okay, we're nine seven. Hmm. All right, that was probably a beautiful game to watch. <laughs> Can you guys guess the last time we covered a double digit spread? The year. I'm gonna say two thousand. I'm gonna say nine. I'll say ninety nine. Okay, guys, don't don't insult our team that much. You have had good ninety nine. It's two thousand five. San Fran fifty two seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I remember that game. They were three and one, and they came home and beat the crap out of San Fran. When that was Alex Smith's rookie year, right? Yeah, Alex Smith's rookie year. So, the, the great Sean T had a pick that day. In that time, and uh, here they come again. Mm-hmm. Uh, get blown out as double-digit underdogs. So, I, I don't see why. I, I mean, obviously, they could keep it close because maybe it's just one of those days, but there's no reason why this team should be hanging in this game. Nope. Nope. Especially up front. They're going to be at a severe disadvantage. Uh, Joe Staley is still one of the best left tackles in football. He's been doing it for a really long time, but the other four, uh, are just a bunch of Jags. Daniel Kilgore, oh, no, Brendan no. Fusco. Trent Brown. Trent, Trent Brown is no Jag, my friend. Trent Brown's okay. And you like, wouldn't he, say it to his face. That is a <laughs> massive human being. Well, I wouldn't say any of this to anybody's face, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Trent Brown. <laughs> We're just guys is. on a podcast. Trent Brown's not a bad player. He's not a bad player. Can he block He's... Ryan Kerrigan? I don't know. You might be able to eat him. He's like <laughs> six eight, three sixty, man. Jeez, this is a mammoth person. You've never seen Trenton Brown. Trenton Brown. That's I'm one of the biggest flow plays I've ever seen. I mean, big doesn't equal good. I mean, I've I've seen him before. <laughs> I wasn't say he's just a guy, but he, he ain't no damn uh uh Lane Johnson or something like that. Like damn, uh, you gotta be a the big best human being. Doesn't mean he's a goodie. No, he's not. A, he he's actually played pretty decent football this year. Hmm. Six eight, three sixty. Looks with that, he, he went to Florida. I'm well aware of Trenton Brown. Ah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I knew it was something. On. This motherfucker extensive knowledge of right tackles and shit. I knew it was something, Cliff. I knew no, it was something. No, I just know he's not a bad player. That's all I'm saying. Not I got you. Let's just agree that interior is kind of weak. Lakin Thomason, I didn't even know he was on this team. I know he got drafted by the Lions like two years ago in the second round. He really got traded or cut. That's the kid from Duke, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're 0-5 for a reason, so they can't be that great up mm-hmm. front. 
No, yeah, I was going to say Joe Staley's only name on that list that really just stands out. Everybody else, I mean, I I know you're going to cape like Superman. I don't think they're a, a terrible offensive line. I think we faced – I think the O-line we faced uh, – Raiders? Uh, no, I mean – No, nah, Raiders – I think Raiders are third. I, I would say their O-line is – so far. And then – well, they're not better, but I think it's on par with someone like the Rams. Mm. Was the Chiefs O line that great? I don't. I mean, so. no, not really. We sacked them four times. So. Where they're weak is where we're strong up front right now. Josh exactly. Allen and exactly. Matt Ioannidis both mm-hmm. fresh off a of bye week. I'm sure they're they're young. They didn't need the bye week, but it all is great to have a week off. They should be whipping tail in the in the trenches come Sunday. I was just going to say those guys can hold them. Mm-hmm. With the way those fellas been playing inside, if they continue to keep doing what they're doing, we should be able to collapse the pocket and get to Brian Horry. Right. Yeah, Brian Horry, he can do things with Kyle Shanahan and his offense, but if you got a, a guard in his lap on every on every passing down, there's not much he can do, especially with the receiving court. Obviously, we all know Pierre Garçon very well, just a huge part of the team for the past five years, just doing everything, he was a dog. catching the ball over the middle. To making he the clutch third down grab to, mm. to talking shit to all the defensive backs <laughs> and having mm-hmm. a crowd, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's gonna come in and try to have a big day. But other than him, uh, uh, Marquise Godwin or Goodwin, Aldrick Robinson, makes good old Aldrick. Not worried about him. Uh, oh, Paul's man, it? Logan Paulson. Of course. Hey, <laughs> stop assigning me bumps. Stop assigning no, me bumps. That is your guy. That is your man. <laughs> Logan Paulson is your man, Paul. <laughs> How he is that is. my man? Because you 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 used to cave for Logan Paulson. Like, no, I think like, you I, me with Grant Paulson. Nah, this is like four or five years ago. You used to cave hey. for Logan Paulson, man. Logan was decent. We not let's not. I not never cave for He was serviceable. You, you relax. I never did. <laughs> um, nah, they, listen, Marquise can hit big plays, man. This is a, an Olympic sprinter, so obviously mm-hmm. you got to worry about him. They had a tight end last week. I can't remember his last name. I think George it was Kittle. Mm-hmm. Kittle. Had a great game. He had yeah, a he really had a good game. We have not done well with tight ends this year. So, obviously that's a concern, but the quarterback is Brian Hoyer. Exactly. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not just not feeling it. No. <laughs> You definitely got a, a good matchup coming out of a bye week because this is a team that, like I said, you, you really should, on defense, dominate. Let, let's switch over to offense and talk about the offensive side of the ball and what they can do to stop us. Uh, like I said, they are really strong up front with their last three first-round picks, Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner. What's Eli Harold is pretty good. Navarro Bowman is obviously a good player. No surprise you would say Eli Harold's pretty good because you've been a big <laughs> Eli Harold fan. <laughs> <laughs> they got a few Paul's guys on here. They do. Mr. They do. Tart. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, Mr. Ward. They got Takrisky Tart. They got Jimmy Ward. It's You know what's funny? They got some of Paul's guys, and this team's 0 5. So. <laughs> Court, you're laughing to have your man Leon Hall. Don't you laugh. Hey, the pride of Michigan. Hey, come on, man. Leon was just looking for a job. That's all. Yeah, he's looking for a job, all right. He needs he's going to have, have plenty of a job on Sunday. Um,. <laughs> Look, hey. they, I mean, they use their last three first-round picks on D linemen, mm-hmm. right? They're actually not that bad versus the run. So I can't. Lie. I like how they're building their front, but their secondary is uh, shaky. Tart, Tart's actually looked. Tart's been looking all right. The rest I like of Tart. them. I like Tart. The rest of them, no chance. 
The corners, no. Mm-mm. Corners, no. Mm-mm. The linebackers are. They they I mean, do got my guy, Mr. Foster. Ruben Foster. Big ups to the Alabama roll tie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is a guy. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, we all know you're more of a Michigan, uh, Alabama fan than Michigan. Hey, come on, Cliff. Don't do that to me. Don't do that Facts are facts. Yeah, they got a lot of young players. So, good luck. Like yeah. I said, like you have a young team. You are flying across the country back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. Just handle business. Handle business. This seems like a kind of week where it's – I think this is going to be a week where we can throw the ball on these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't done a good job versus the pass. And we have some guys that need to be fed. They've not been eating. Dotson. Like, like Dotson, Crowder, great room specifically talked about the fact that they have not been getting the ball to Jay Cr- the, uh, Crowder. Um, not to cut you off, Cliff, but speaking of Crowder, was he on the injury report, Paul, or no? No, he wasn't. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, Gruden said that he had a hamstring issue. I guess it sounds like that's cleared up now. So, that's good. and he said specifically, like we have to do a better job of getting him the ball. Mm-hmm. Jordan Reed, like th- to me, this is a game where you can throw all over these guys. I mm-hmm. think this offense this week will look similar to last year's. Mm. It's a bold statement, Cliff. I'm talking about in terms of throwing the ball. I got you. Not in. T- well, we didn't score touchdowns last year, so I don't want to look too much like right. last year's offense. Unless we want to win twenty to ten. <laughs> <laughs> if we win twenty to ten, would that be a cause for concern? No, we scored ten points. Gotcha. Just checking. I'm cool. Listen, what? What? Did, how, many, how many points did Seahawks score? The big bad Seahawks I always hear about. What they uh, have last, like sixteen or something? It was twelve nine. Twelve nine. Twelve nine. I'm sorry. Twelve nine. Putrid. <laughs> They have a couple of those, the big bad Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Corey, also Corey's, Corey's West Coast team. I, I, knew, I knew you go. <laughs> hey man, we'll we'll see them shortly. So that's uh, uh who are their corners again? Corners are Rashard Robinson and Dante Johnson. Dante Johnson. Prior needs to have a game too, because. <laughs> You're not gonna you're not gonna get a weaker set of corners than this, man. This is gonna be your 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 layup for the for the season, I think. I mean, it's follow up on what Cliff said. This is definitely the week to get Crowder involved. And I understand we keep talking about Crowder, but can we get the first round draft pick from last year, the football? Can we get Josh Dossett involved in the game? There's, this again. There's no we, reason not to get him involved in the game. They tried to get him involved. I'm not and saying I, I I didn't say we didn't. I'm just saying let's, the ball the last play let's, of the game. Let's get him the ball early. How about that? Yeah, no, I agree. I that's agree. all I'm saying. I think this is that's the kind of week we have coming. I think this is going to be the kind of game where we the fans might get mad if it starts slow and we come out and we throw the ball the first three plays or something like that. It doesn't work out, but I think it's the kind of game where everybody gets to eat. Everybody's going to feel good afterwards before you go into Philly. Mm-hmm. Throw the ball, spread the ball around. That's what we've been doing all year. Mm-hmm. Maybe hit some big plays. Can we get a big play out of special teams? That would God be nice. Can we block that the punt? Ridiculous. This is ridiculous, man. Can we, can we re- it's been terrible. How about we return a punt? Yeah, talk, talk to your boy, 80. <laughs> well, like, they, they said the hammy's good to go, so we might see oh, some. Yeah, let's see it. Let's see it. I don't want to be too disrespectful of the 49ers. Obviously, they're an NFL team. But yeah, right. Come on. Come on. 
you got to be beating these kind of teams. Mm-hmm. If you're truly improving, if you're getting better, this is a game that you win, period. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. If, if, this, if y'all for real, you, you can't have a game where you, you blow it to the 49ers. You, you can't do that because all the credibility you spent the last four weeks, five weeks building up nationally around NFL, gone. Mm-hmm. You can't read. Game. Listen, I, 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 seeing us lose this game, I just have a hard time seeing that. It being close, that happens in the NFL, whatever. Them losing, I have a hard time seeing them lose this game. I just do. Ten-point favorites at home, you ain't losing. I'm with you. You might have to kick a last-minute field goal, or they might have to miss one, something like that, but you're probably not losing that game. Like, that's a lot of points, man. And we know it's a lot of points because we aren't favored by double digits very often. Nope. So, <laughs> yeah, let's beat these guys, man. Easily. I want an easy, easy coasting W. Everybody feels good after. Everybody stay healthy. That's what I want. And all attention goes to Philadelphia. Are you worried about them looking past this team and focusing on Philadelphia too soon? Because no. – that game in Philly next Monday night is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Old Redskins, I would be concerned. But like we kind of said earlier, with what's going on down Ashburn right now and the talent level that we have and the focus this team seems to have, I don't think they'll overlook anybody. And it's it's off a loss. Yeah. yeah. It's lost a game. Mm-hmm. First of all, what the hell have you guys ever done to be look, overlooking anyone? Exactly. Exactly. Two and two. We, like, regardless of whether we think they're – a very good team or not, their record is 2-2. Two and two. Mm-hmm. You need to win this game. So if they overlook them, then it's because we're actually not a good team. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's kind of how I see it. I'll echo what Cliff said a little earlier, that if the team comes out a little bit slow, a little bit rusty, that the crowd might grow impatient. I, I, I hope that y'all don't do that. I hope that I don't do that. because They're going if, to. If, if they come out and look just... bad in the first quarter – I might be like, all right, guys, don't blow this. Like, we need this win. But, you know, they haven't practiced in a week. Yeah. They're, they're, they're back. They're, they're still a little bit banged up. If Trent doesn't practice, yeah. he might, you know, f- fuck around and give up a sack. Like, I'm, I'm not going to no, lose my mind. No, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Seven, come on. Give up a sack? Come on. Come on. <sighs> no. He's give up a sack in a while, man. But no. No. It's actually been a while since he gave up a sack. It There's always a, a chance they could come out sluggish. I mean, it's after a bye week, and like you just said, Paul, it, we've had injuries, but you come out slow, it, it, it may happen, but there's no reason to start throwing the boo birds at FedEx Field. Like, calm down, fan base. Oh, he's giving up a sack. Trent Williams is not giving up a sack since week seven, Lions game. Zeke Ansah was giving him problems. I remember that game. I do remember that too, yeah. Best left tackle in the game. Who said they were going to go to the gym instead of watching game four of the playoffs? Are now telling me that they expect the fans at FedEx to actually be responsible enough to relax in the first quarter of the game. <laughs> to people that said they were not going, to, I was told not to send updates about the game because you were going to the gym. <laughs> Please, man. Y'all part of the damn problem. Oh. <laughs> the same ones at FedEx yelling. Don't do Why are we like running that. the ball? Why are we running the ball? Hey. Yo, it's three nothing. It's three First nothing. three and out. It's three Paul nothing. Stands up like what in tarnation? <laughs> <laughs> Beer man. Like 
49 get the ball to kick a field goal. We come out three and out. The fans are going to be like, what's going Why are we running the ball? Like, that's just what our fans do, man. I'm so sick of it. Hey. I, get that, I get that our teams oh. have not given us reasons to be optimistic. But at some point, you got to stop being so damn negative all the time. It, w- it would be less negativity if there was more winning. We've had our hearts broken That's year the after year. That's the excuse. I mean, I'm going to the gym <laughs> instead of watching game four. Hey, you knew that it's there. You knew the two gentlemen on this podcast were not going to skip game four and miss just it. The fact that y'all had, just, that, just, that was not going to happen. Just the fact you guys had the nerve to even say it. It's incredible <laughs> to me. Then we on this podcast, y'all telling people about the boo in the first quarter. Paul, you should screenshot that and put it on the Twitter later and let the people see the conversation that Cliff was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm most definitely going to do that. <laughs> it was pathetic, man. <laughs> and Paul knows damn well he's going to be, you know what I'm saying, a couple hennies in. <laughs> the Cursing hen- out Jake Rudin. <laughs> At first, if we go three straight passes or a prior drop to pass. <laughs> Oh man, I'm weak. <laughs> it's all good. Like I feel like this is the kind of game we might start slow, but whatever. Yeah. Like just, just everybody relax. Mm-hmm. All right, we're better than these guys. If we if we lose, it's because we're actually not. You know what I'm saying? If we think we're better than them, let the game be played for four quarters. No I'm doubt. To, you know. You know what? I'm gonna take your advice this week, Cliff. I'm gonna sit in my seat and I'm just gonna be positive. No negativity coming from me. Like my the whole Chiefs game. <laughs> whole whole Chiefs game. We in Paul's basement, and I'm just hearing negativity. It's like y'all, you guys need to calm down. It was te- we were up ten nothing. You would have thought we were down ten nothing. And you know, the funny thing about our fan base is had we had won that Chiefs game, because everybody was so blown after the Chiefs game. Even though hurt. people didn't think we were going to win the game, they were mm-hmm. blown. But they know damn well if we'd won the game, they'd swear on their mother we'd be losing on Sunday. <laughs> so it's like, what's the point? What is the point? And then I would have walked in the FedEx in that first three and out. I told y'all so. I told y'all. I told y'all. I'm so sick of it. I would have got gotta stop being so negative. Three an hour early. I'm like, beer? Beer? Who needs a beer? <laughs> <laughs> oh. We do gotta try some positivity, man. I hear you, man. We I'm trying. Try. I hear you. I hear you. Come on, man. I'm a diehard Caps fan. I, I get it. It's hard. No doubt. It's hard. At some point, though. Because you even hear it in the cap the building during Caps games. The f- just go, okay, we're going to lose. <laughs> like, and it's the first period. <laughs> it's like, yo, do you think the players cannot hear this? <laughs> the players can hear you. Oh. Booing in the middle of a big game. It's the first quarter. You're booing. <laughs> Kirk throws one, one into the stands. Paul's like, Kirk! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dog! Don't let that! Don't let the first drive be killed by a fade route pass. <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! <laughs> nah, 
Sunday we coming out. We're getting the ball to Doxon. Mm-hmm. We're getting some touchdowns. I'm be heavy on the skins in, in DraftKings. <laughs> right, we're playing Kirk. We're playing Doxon. Oh, you're rolling with Kirk. You're rolling, rolling with, with Kirk. Hey. I'm rolling with Kirk. We're going to put up some numbers on Sunday. Let's go, eight. Look, Kirk got to impress his future boss, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, future damn. Boss is. Um, I, just, I, just, I just caught that. <laughs> his future boss is on the other side. He's got he's to impress him, man. Well. That's the case. Everybody should be starting Kirk this week. (laughs) (laughs) We we want to talk about what Kyle Shanahan said about the – obviously, everybody already knew this about Russell and Griff, but could you imagine a world where we had those two, what Mm. this town would have been like? And that's not the first time that I feel like one of those Shanahan's has said that. I I feel like Daddy Shanahan went on – he actually had one of those interviews and actually said the same thing a while ago. But yeah, one of his 100 interviews since he yeah, was yeah. let go from here. Yeah. Although still talking to the media here, which is a whole different story. It's it's, it's unbelievable. But and that was on a certain that was on Walm, right? One of six seven mm-hmm. Walm, mm-hmm. the same Walm. station that gave the backup quarterback a show. Does Cole have a show with nope. them or no? Nope. Interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think it would have been like if we had both? I think one thing: mm. the press conferences would have been corny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh. Hey, who was the guy that said that, man? What's his name? Who called Griffin the cornball? That oh, was uh, uh, Rob Parker. Rob Parker. He called him a oh, cornball, though. It's mm-hmm. just being a cornball and being corny. Mm-hmm. Right? No doubt. No doubt. J.J. Watt is corny. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Russell is the corniest. <laughs> Griff had his moments of corniness that were just like, this is my quarterback? <laughs> no, you're, no, you're why, Cliff. Know your why, all in for week one, like all that stuff. Just like, come on, man. No pressure, no diamonds. Uh, him and Ru- him and Russell would have been interesting. Oh man, the city wouldn't have been as split in terms of the way it was split back then for the <laughs> reasons that we all have to get into. No doubt, no doubt. It, it would have been split amongst people that look like us, though. <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been a I, huge schism, dog. Man. And you know, I, I was the Griff Caber. I just I, I wonder which side of the fence I would have been on. Now that you say that, mm. I, I was a big Russell fan coming out of college because I watched him a lot at NC State. Mm-hmm. I was not aware that he was this corny, so that would have been an adjustment for me. But I also listened to this dude during an interview on the Mike Jones show where he kept saying he was from a small town. The small town of Richmond, Virginia. Oh, I'm like, what? He said it like <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> it was one of the most absurd interviews I've ever heard. So I don't know if I'd have been able to support a QB that, that did stuff like that. But Russell's a hell of a player. He's a that, hell of a player. That he is. He just wouldn't have had that defense with him. No. Ever in his life. No. So. <laughs> 
that would have been the adjustment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although he would have had the Shanahan's instead of your boy Devil Daryl Bevel. So that's an upgrade for him. I think Bevel was Paul's man, but Corey, Bevel is that, that couldn't Corey. have been more your man. <laughs> what are you talking about, Corey? Look, I, do I was just try, I was trying to get people. somebody. <laughs> The goal was to break up that Seahawks franchise. I was trying to steal a coach from a Seahawks franchise. So I figured so you wanted to take their terrible offensive coordinator. Was he really that bad in the beginning? I mean, How come every time that someone good goes to their team, they stop being good? That's a great question. Yeah, I've wondered great that question. too. Great question. I think his playbook is just like the quarterback just has squiggly lines everywhere. It's just like him running around. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like alright Russ here's the play and it's just like his daughter like drew where Russ is gonna run it's just like all <laughs> over the field oh man. Jimmy Graham nothing nothing Percy nothing, nothing. Percy had some issues that we won't have to get into yeah he's a maniac but what that's <laughs> <laughs> You better watch your mouth, man. <laughs> right. listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm getting slumped out here for no reason. Show up at LA Fitness. Paul <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, Percy. <laughs> Body slam you like you did Golden Tate, dog, Percy. <laughs> hey, hey, how, how tall was Percy Harvin, Cliff? It's like five short. ten. Short, real short. Uh, is he beat up the wide receiver coach of Florida mm. and then basically he ran practice for the rest of the season. No, <laughs> like straight up. What the fuck? You never heard that story? No. Hey, no. I didn't know he beat up the coach. They were trying to make him run gassers. Yeah. Percy didn't want to run gassers no more. He thought practice was over. So he beat up Billy Gonzalez, oh the wide God. receiver coach, and then from basically that point forward, Percy Harvin ran Florida practices. When it was, was time for per- practice to be over, when Percy said it was time for practice to be over, practice was over. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what other knuckleheads was Percy with at Florida? He's the Pouncey Twins, all of them. So they were all there together. Oh all there together. Gosh. Could oh, you imagine? Oh, can you imagine with Norris at one point? Oh, people oh, probably in the corner just, just saying his prayers and saying the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Before you get backhanded out here, <laughs> where was Urban Meyer during all this fuckery? Oh my gosh, a team full of goons! <laughs> oh, hey, what's man. that movie with the rock he goes to the uh, longest the yard school? Nah, uh, God, what's it called? It's not longest yard. No, nah, longest yard is the my bad, that's the prison boy. one. This... Uh, oh, gridiron gang. Grit, there it is, gridiron gang. <laughs> Gridiron That's what that was, dog. Percy was the running back. <laughs> Urban Meyer was coaching a at-risk school. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, y'all are oh, dumb. <laughs> thought they had the Pouncey twins. Rainy. Chris Rainy crazy ass. Rainy was wild. I know about Rainy. We, had, we didn't even mention the triple murderer. Mm. That's crazy. Were they all the same year? That's a hell of a recruiting class. No, and, he had and, and don't forget the recruiting class. And don't forget the uh, the racist. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Riley Cooper. <laughs> Damn, 
Cooper was on there too. Oh Cooper was on God. there. Hey, they, I had, know, they had Lewis Murphy. I know one thing for oh, damn sure. Man. I know damn sure <laughs> he wasn't popping off like that in Florida. Yeah, I, I definitely. Oh, I know for sure that Rod Cooper wasn't saying shit. <laughs> Percy would be like, "What'd you say?" <laughs> <laughs> they had Norris. They had Joe Hayden. They oh had some man, players, man, yeah, they did. Matt wow. Elam. Mm. You probably made me go back and watch one of the games. I forgot all them boys was together. That's when they were still. That's when they were still smacking Alabama. Spikes, Spikes was on oh, there. Oh my goodness! Thought they had some. That's the goons, the goonies, the goon squad, man. Like straight up. Mm. Sherry Floyd, I think Floyd was out there. Jeez, you know Urban Meyer don't follow the rules, man. <laughs> <laughs> we know he don't follow the rules, like, right? He's named like twenty slanders. NFL players, man. Jeez, that's that's a, Jeez, that is a hell of a class. Mm. Like, they won titles. Yeah. Only person that wins titles without guys committing felonies is Urban uh, is Nick Saban. We still don't know how he does it. So. <laughs> He's still trying to figure that out. I'm still trying to figure it out, man. How's he doing it? <laughs> How's he doing it, for real? His players where, don't get arrested, ever. Nick, where are you wiring the money to? <laughs> Clearly, something like, going on. Everybody else got to break all the rules to win titles. Right. Mm. He got them to come to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't understand it. Oh. Tuscaloosa. <laughs> so when we when we need predictions, obviously we know we're all gonna predict. I mean, unless somebody got an upset they want to call. Which I think we're all I think we're all on the same page with the prediction. You guys are going to the game. I will mm-hmm. not be in the game. I I decided to uh, be on some uh, date duty. So. Ooh. That's how much I. That's how little I respect this team that we're playing on Sunday. This must be a start. This must be a starting point guard. No comment. No comment. <laughs> I don't know if she listens, so that's a no comment. Oh, I'm. I'm. You're comparing me to, to basketball players. That's what I am. Oh, I no. couldn't imagine taking a, a worse L. Just, <laughs> your girl hearing your podcast and saying. <laughs> Starting point guard. <laughs> hey, no three on three scrimmage here. <laughs> um, um, all right. So let's let's say. Do you think they'll cover the spread? You said it's at eleven now, right, Cliff? Is it up to eleven? Uh, yeah, eleven in some places. You know what I'm saying? You can get it at ten in some spots. Nine mm-hmm. and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but let's go with eleven because that's just absurd that we're about eleven points in a game. I'm gonna start off by saying. This is a game that they should dominate in every facet. This is a game where you come in, you kick ass, you get your starters out early, and you rest up and get ready for Philly. I'm going to go ahead and say – Get your starters out? We ain't playing Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> Damn, dog. Hey. What's your score? I'm trying to hear this score real quick. I was going to say 34-17. Damn, dog, we taking our starters out? Mm. Let, let, let's, say, let's say we took the starters out when it was 34-10 and they get a, a garbage touchdown. Trenton got his pads on and shit. <laughs> that would be <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, give me your hot take, though, Paul. You need, we, got, we need a hot take. Okay. Look, how about how about this? Hmm. Corey, your man, John Allen, gets his first career three-sack day. Hey. Damn. 
Roll Tide. That would be lovely. How many sacks do you have this year? I think he just has the one. Or I think it should be one, one and a half. Or t- I think it's one and a half. He got a, he got a partial sack. He's a part of half. So I'm gonna give him two. <laughs> um, damn, three sacks. That is a hot take. I'm going with. Give me 37, mm. 17, Woo. Washington. And uh, actually, no, no, no. Give me 27, 10, Washington. Hot take. A special teams touchdown. A, hey, a special hey. teams defensive touchdown of some sort. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like, come on. Can we get one? Obviously, Kerrigan gave us one, but special teams need to step up. I'm with you on that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 30 to 13. My hot take is about Batman 18 Dotson. Okay. Of course. He's, he's, he's going to have his first 100 yard receiving day and a touchdown. He better. Because I'm playing him and Cousins on DraftKings. And <laughs> Come he's on. Like 3,600. <laughs> Don't it's like 3,600, dog. Mm. If I get 100 and a touchdown, mm-hmm. it's going to be a beautiful day. <laughs> I, like, I like how everyone says, again, on Dotson. It's always your hot take. That's my guy, he's, man. He's your hot take every week. That's, that's right. my guy, man. He's going to do it. I got to keep doing it till he does it. <laughs> he got faith in the kid. All right, so we're all in the rest because this win hopefully takes us to 3-2, and two, which it – We'll keep us just a game and a half behind Philly. They played a Marnet at Carolina. Uh, Let's go, Cam. It, it's it's time, man. You, now you're in the thick of the playoff race. I mean, I always say the playoff race. You're, you're thick of the season, I should say. And, you know, these games are, are meaningful because the NFC East is starting to take shape. The Eagles jumped out on top. We're in, in second place right now. Cowboys are half game back. At- From what I've been reading, they're losing off the field this week. 100%. So I think they're two and three and a half on the season. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are we talking about what's going on in Dallas? Should we? Yeah. yeah let's Why talk not? about it. Let's talk. Let's make fun of all the teams in our division that are up to nonsense these days. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Because there's some, some fuckery in New York. We'll get to them. Oh, oh don't you worry. We'll get to them. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Hey, we man. will get to that. <laughs> hey, man. So, the Cowboys. Yeah, Go man. Uh, obviously, everybody's heard about what's going on with Jerry Jones making a statement saying that his players will stand for the national anthem or they will be benched. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of reports out of Dallas at a team meeting today, and a lot of players were pissed. Uh, I think Orlando Skandrick actually was doing an interview with some local media. He pulled out his pink cleats, and he was like, we're allowed to support this kind of in a sarcastic tone with kind of like their locker room seems like it's divided. They're already two and three and they're in a bye week right now, but just seems, it, it doesn't really seem like their season. Like they had really high hopes for this team and it doesn't seem like it's, it's really working out. Well, when your owner tells you, you will stand up or you will not play, that is a problem. I think the bigger problem is his the way he came to this conclusion Right, included him saying, in fact, I spoke to Trump and he informed me that dot, dot, dot. Mm. When two weeks ago, people were taking knees, right? 
Things were all unity, all that nonsense about. Let's not forget that Jerry took a knee as well. Right before they hit them, though. Yeah. So, so they they're doing all this unity crap. Trump is the reason they're doing it. Then the players here, you tell them that they are they have to now stand for the anthem because you spoke to Trump. How did he think they were going to react? Like I, I'm like I'm almost. It's actually kind of funny because it's like it, it seems like he just felt like he could tell them to do whatever he wanted them to do. I guess he thought they were going to say yes, master. Like that's honestly what it seems like. He can just be like, because he can just be like, well, my team's standing. You guys will not do anything. And he didn't even say you're not allowed to kneel. Mm-mm. He said anything that he sees is disrespect towards the anthem. What in the hell does that mean? Uh, that's, I'm, try, I'm still trying to figure that out. This is ridiculous. Man. I mean, and then you see the stories like Snyder is, was, is one of the biggest people concerned about the anthem protest. Which is funny because nobody on the Redskins even protested last week in Kansas no, City. No, but, but if you think about it, no one had really protested previously. Right. Right. We had a, we had a few players take a knee. Ryan Anderson. Yeah, yeah. This versus year. the Raiders this year. Last year. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad. You're right. You're last right. year we really didn't have anyone do it. No, we didn't. I'm pretty sure that was passed down. Like now, knowing what I know now about him being like one of the biggest people, you know, speaking out to the other owners about it. I just think it's strange they think they can just like one. You don't have a rule saying they can't do this. Nope. So what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? My thing is, like, people can be like, well, now you're not doing it for why Callan Kaepernick was doing it. It's like, yeah, now I'm doing it because you told me I can't. Mm-hmm. And I don't see what's wrong with that either. Because mm-hmm. you don't get to tell me whether I can protest inequality or not or how I'm supposed to do it. So I'm cool with someone doing it that wasn't doing it before because they're told they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Of course, hundred percent. Yeah, somebody tried to get in my mentions this week. We can be like, "How is it dividing a team?" If yada yada yada, I'm like, "There's a huge difference, my man, between being told you can't kneel and under your own reconnaissance saying I'm not going to kneel." That's a divisive thing. I mean, it's it's already you're going to see it, people dividing the locker room, like even with like the Steelers when. Ben Roethlisberger made that dumbass comment, and the next week Antonio Brown goes on a, a shit fit on the sideline because of a missed pass, but it has undertones in what happened with the national anthem. It, it's the thing that just messes up a locker room, you know. Mm-hmm. Look, it's, go, go ahead, ahead Corey. No, go ahead, Corey. I'm not, I, I was just going to say it's just like it's one thing for Jerry to feel the way that he felt, but he's not even trying to have an understanding of where the players are coming from. Well, obviously none of the owners are trying to have an understanding and obviously Jerry, he's, you know, leader of America's team, but I think his players would have been, they would have been a little bit more understanding with him if he was actually willing to have the conversation with them and understand why they're taking a knee. The fact that he went about it and just said, you know what? I talked to Trump and everybody's going to stand and we're going to stop disrespecting this flag or you ain't playing. Right. Like that's, that's, that's a major problem. His players are probably like, huh? These are grown-ass men you're talking to. <clears throat> like, straight up. It's, 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 I'm getting frustrated talking about it, but I'm, go ahead, Glenn. 
it's it's a real frustrating topic for the people out there that's it's, it's, just, it's very I, frustrating. I don't. I just. I, it makes me laugh, man. Because I. I feel like all I ever heard is Cap is a distraction. He'd be a distraction. Mm-hmm. He'd be a distraction. But seemingly these teams distract themselves. Yep. Jerry's comments were a distraction for his he's team. Ma- he's making it worse. Like he made those comments unprovoked. They didn't even ask him about the damn protest. Nope. They didn't. I just think he was mad because they lost. <laughs> Look straight up. I think your, your man was in his blue label. He had a couple drinks at that <laughs> blue label. Rogers beat him again. Again. They, they didn't ask him about the protest. He just started talking about it. And once he was like, oh, well, if you don't, if you don't stand for the anthem, well, I'm going to fine you or you're not going to play. Mm. No, that's you in the blue. That's the blue label talking, man. Because you know you don't have the jurisdiction to be any of that. Nope. So you must be drunk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it'll, be inter- it'll be interesting to see how they react. Obviously, they're on the bye week this week, but I can't wait to see what they do coming out of the bye week. Did you hear what Gerald McCoy said when he was asked about today? He's like, players are going to revolt. Mm-hmm. Players are really going to revolt against the owners if this comes to be. And, and, and you're seeing it. I think... Uh, didn't Adam Gase say today that his players are all going to be standing or else as well? Or am I making He that definitely up? came out and said that. Or else? Yeah, Gase definitely said it. Gase said it. I don't know if it was an interview today, but he definitely hey, said man. it. Hey, man. See, see I, I think one of the biggest problems with the NFL and college football is that in high school football is that the coaches think they own the players. Mm-hmm. High school coaches, well, they can talk to football players any type of way. Yep. Same thing happens in college. Same thing seems to happen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, these people are grown, man. man. Mm-hmm. How are you going to tell me what I can't do? <laughs> Good luck. Yep. It's wild. It's wild, man. It, hey, I... This is obviously very devices and uncertain times with our country. And uh, I, I mean, this is not what the country needs. This is not what the NFL needs. It, it's it's sad. I mean, it, it's taken so much away from the sport at this point. And it, it's it's just, it sucks. It's, I mean, I, it's, I taking really focus, it's taking focus away from what Kaepernick was originally taking a knee for. How about that? Yeah. None of this, none of this has anything to do with the flag. They've turned this into disrespecting the flag. No one was ever disrespecting the flag. That was never the intention. That was never what he was doing. That's not what any of the players were trying to do. Some kind of way, the narrative has been spun into that. Oh, well, and, well, and it's just pure somehow, nonsense. I mean, it's we nonsense. know how. We know how, I mean, that's, yes, how the narrative yes, got no changed. Doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, he was sitting down before. Yes. He met with the military. Tell them, Cliff, please. And then he took a knee. And you still told me it was about something else. Now we're on. I don't even know what the hell this is about anymore. <laughs> but now you're telling players that they can't do something. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. The thing is, this is the NFL, and they handle everything terribly. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised. Because they, all they had to do was get cap signed. This would have all been done with. This would not have carried on into the season in terms of it being 
this talking point had that guy been on the team. And you still got bums like Brandon Whedon out here getting signed. They wouldn't even let Capcom work out for them, the Titans. Nope. The Jaguars don't want him on their team. But they got they, Blake. My back, but Blake Borders they, is out here throwing 90 yards a week. My bad. They'd rather Listen. just not throw the ball. Listen, and I'm glad you said this with the Jaguars. I saw a screenshot of the rest of the schedule. They're three and two. They really could end up being like nine and seven, ten and six. They're, I mean, they play a lot of crappy teams. Blake Bortles is going to tank their season. That means they care more about mm-hmm. taking their potential playoff season than having Cap maybe be on the roster. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. 100%. They would literally rather just not throw the – they would just rather not have a quarterback because the way the Jaguars are operating now is as if they don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. What the head coach say? I hope we never have to pass the ball. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's how bad the quarterback is. Mm-hmm. But he said that out loud. But Cap can't come work out. He said that out loud to yep. the media. Yep. Ah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Let's make fun of the Giants. Yeah, man. What a so time to be alive. Let's talk about the Giants. Big blue. For, well, first off, <laughs> let, let's let's. I do feel bad for Odell, and I feel bad for Brandon Marshall. He he's been a great player for a long time. To see him go out like this, I mean, not even that. This is the end. It's probably the end for him with the Giants. This didn't work out, but I like. Never him a wish lot. In, we we never wish injury injury on any player. So get well, Beckham. Hundred percent. But that being said, <laughs> Corey, you know what? You hate the Giants more anybody. Corey, you start this off. <laughs> Well, this is how I see it. Um, big ups to all the Giants fans, first and foremost, especially the ones in the offseason. Big, bigs up to all their players who were telling us that, you know, sky's the limit, Super Bowl predictions, da-da-da-da, JPP said they could even go undefeated. And they're currently sitting in the dustpan at 0-5. Undefeated. Um, I just want to say that your season's over. Um... Your O line is trash. <laughs> your best player is having surgery. You're trying to run him out of town. Now you got your one of your top corners just got removed from practice. He's apparently going to be inactive this week, Mister DRC. He was, try- <laughs> he was trying to beat up McAdoo at practice today. Um, <laughs> it's just a great feeling. I mean, I understand we're only a quarter into the season, Giants fans. But goddamn, your season is over. <laughs> it's over. It's a great feeling. And just to remind all my fellow Redskins fans out there, never forget, they caused us to have a salary cap hit. I believe it was what, 36 million, something like that? 36 million. $36 million, Mr. Mara caused our team to have. But we could not sign anyone. So what goes around comes around. I hope you get your asses whooped on Sunday by Denver. That'll be 0 6. And just enjoy the dustpan because you're going to oh be there all season. No. Five Eric Flowers can block Vaughn Miller. Jeez. Oh, Enjoy man. the dustpan. Poor Eli. <laughs> Poor you Eli. Better, you better stare at them rings the whole time while he's out there. Mm, mm. Uh, you talking about Owen five, Owen six <laughs> at Denver. L. Home versus Seattle. <laughs> bye week. Jeez. Still might take an L. <laughs> they might lose on a bye week. Might lose. Might lose. <laughs> Home versus the Rams. How the hell are they going to block Aaron Donald? Hey, McVay, help us out, baby. They get the four, they're at San Fran. That honestly is a toss-up. It is, but maybe Kyle will get his first win then. Listen, man. They are potentially winning two games this year. They stink. 
Just right. as long as one of them not versus us. No, they're not, they're not beating us. I can't we, owe, wait for, we owe them so badly. I can't wait for, I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let me tell you what they're not doing. We're in a division game. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can cross that off. Cancel Christmas. No one is going to enjoy this team being bad more than their teams in this division. Nope. Because the Cowboys own for that, too. Mm-hmm. And we know the Eagles don't like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They still got to play the Chiefs, the Raiders. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this is just, this is great. Mm. Um, mm. Look, man. That team is going to quit on them. One, the, when they come back from the bye week and they're 0-8, <laughs> they have punted the season. Mm-hmm. If you think that circuit CD manager could round that team up... <laughs> It convinced them to care about the rest of the season at 0-8. No. It's over. You're it's done. over. You're done. You're done. You're done out here. It's, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It is. Because they would not shut up in the summer. Mm-hmm. We got Brandon Marshall. By the way, Brandon Marshall, man, that guy's bad luck. I don't think he's going to get signed. He's never been to the playoffs. That's, I feel bad for B. Marsh, man. He don't deserve that. But uh, <laughs> we, we didn't tell him sign with the Giants. Listen, ain't nobody tell you to sign with snitching ass Randy and the New York Giants. That's what they are. <laughs> snitching like Randy out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that they don't have oh, it. He lost on a 61 yard field goal. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful because they hadn't scored a touchdown. They finally started scoring points. Mm-hmm. And then they kick a 61 yarder to beat you. That is beautiful. Mm. Your cornerback's going AWOL. Mm-hmm. Told McAdoo see him with these hands. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, today's Wednesday. This is all some shit that happened on Sunday. Yep. That is hilarious, dog. Mm-hmm. DRC went home Monday, Tuesday. What I <laughs> went in, got looked at, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kept it cool. Whole time he's like, when I see Ben, when I see Coach McAdoo, not even <laughs> Coach McAdoo, when I see Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, what kind of HD TVs y'all got in here? <laughs> Looking like you run a damn circuit city, man. <laughs> What's the name of that spot in a uh, 40-year-old version oh. that he worked at? Oh, Smart <laughs> Smart Smart. <laughs> My man is we the shift Smart manager Tech. at Smart Tech, man. Oh, man. They're getting everything they deserve. They really are. Enjoy really the dustpan. Paul, let, let me Giants fans know how you feel, please. I want to hear your two cents, please. Honestly, you, you do hate them more than I do. <laughs> With a passion. Y'all, I hate the Giants so much. No, because y'all don't even hate Eagles fans as much as I hate Eagles. For me, the Eagles are my second favorite, least, team, least favorite team, I should say. I don't know my Giants fans. I think Giants fans are funny because they... <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm going in. Fuck it. Oh. Corey said, "Give us a thirty-six million dollar, 
cap penalty. Mm. Never Every forget. Time we, go to Lands, we get that ass whooped. Mm-hmm. You got these. B2K ass motherfuckers doing choreographed dances in the end zone every time they score a touchdown. <laughs> Elon Manning, this just, just, just cheese and grits ass motherfucker. Head <laughs> <laughs> coach looking like a middle school gym teacher. Just, <laughs> just, oh, oh man, looks straight like a vice principal, dog. What's the man's name? Gamby? <laughs> Corey? <laughs> Gimby. <laughs> hey, that is his twin. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. That oh. is Magadoo's twin. Meanwhile, mm. just the fans are extra obnoxious. They, they just They're just annoying. They're Dog, just, they just, showed up to week one at FedEx. And we weren't even playing them. Why are you here? You don't play till 8 30. But you're at our game. What are you doing here? Go that away. Oh, they're going that way, all right. Straight to that dustpan. Now, this is what they get for firing Coughlin after they had that terrible season. Mm-hmm. And they and they had that press conference where they were going to make all these changes. Mm-hmm. And all they did was fire Coughlin. <laughs> like that <laughs> Coughlin. And Coughlin was so heated at that press conference. He was Remember? pissed. He was about to give McAdoo them hands. Eli was crying. Mm-hmm. Then they gave Coughlin a job inside the building. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> then they st- my man key card stopped working, didn't even tell him. They just cut his key card off. <laughs> 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 tell my man key card off. Dog. He was like, man, I'm going to Jacksonville, man. Oh, man. Because <laughs> they said he used to go in there and work out at the gym in the morning. Yeah. I think Tom showed up one day and the key card just wasn't working. Hey, that is so cold. <laughs> I'm making so that part cold. up, but that joint just wasn't working, uh, dog. Coughlin would have been so red in the face, dog. Oh, he remember that playoff game that one year when they were at Green Bay when it was like negative twenty degrees or something, <laughs> and his face looked like a damn leather glove. <laughs> Hey, but them Coughlin teams came ready to play, man. That they did. That they did. These McAdoo teams, they said they said players are defensive players are just yelling out the routes that are coming mm. before the snap. Wow, this is beautiful. It, it's a hundred percent beautiful, and they don't fire people. Mm-hmm. Got Jerry Reese there. He's drafted like three good players since he's been there. Keep up the good they're work, not, Jerry. They're not firing him. Mm-mm. Nope. Not firing McAdoo. He just had a 10-win season. Mm-hmm. Bring them all back, baby. Mm-hmm. All the way back. Bring Eric Flowers back, too. You especially, Eric matter, Flowers. Matter of fact, extend Flowers now. I think they should. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, good luck. It's hard to come by. Sign now. Why is it still cheap? <laughs> <laughs> and you took Eli Ooh. Apple. You already had to bench him. Mm-hmm. And he's he said he's the bus. scapegoat. Mm-hmm. You're not the scapegoat. People just keep frying you. <laughs> like, what you mean? How dare we bench you? Everybody keeps catching the ball when they throw it over here, man. Mm-hmm. His backup cursed the coach out. Went home. He's like, see me. 
Told McAdoo, see me. <laughs> what? It's hey. beautiful, man. That practice was probably so turned up when Rogers Cromartie was about to whoop McAdoo's ass. <laughs> Atlanta Collins was just like, I think it was because of what happened on Sunday. <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell's going on, Landon Collins. Landon, get out of there, man. We oh, know where is, you really wanted to play. This is <laughs> this is great, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's great because we were made fun of all offseason. People thought we were going to be a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Because we had an ugly firing. That's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. We're not the joke anymore. <laughs> I love it. I don't know what the hell is going on in Miami. Every year, they're a disaster. Well, they're, <laughs> they got gas masks and lines lined up they for got you, so. Gas mask, old linemen doing coke. They had other old <laughs> Anything involving offensive linemen is bad with the Dolphins. <laughs> Three years ago, they had an offensive lineman just acting all types of crazy. Just mm-hmm. bully another grown ass man. <laughs> oh, I, I still want to know how that happened. I still would love to know how you were offensive lineman <laughs> and you let this old uh, life with Louie ass motherfucker just. <laughs> <laughs> who knows man I just know it's beautiful that this is no longer us that is embarrassing themselves every week we had a bye week no one mentioned our name nope <laughs> we used to have a bye week and all you just see we'd be playing ver- it'd be the skins versus sources <laughs> leaks headlines <laughs> skins versus sources say mm-hmm. that's our bye week nope Ain't heard a word. Lele. Enjoy, Giants fans. Enjoy. Oh, I'm God, loving it. Beautiful. Yeah, it's it, New York. It, it's, it's so New nice York. not being the story. Mm-hmm. The great thing is the New York media is not going to leave that team alone. Nope. They just getting started. What if they go refer to 0-16? Oh, we don't win a game. Well. I mean... That's like, come on. They're gonna win a game. They, they gotta win one, right? I actually don't want them to go in six. Oh, really? No. Ooh. I want you because oh listen. They oh. stink. No, they stink. <laughs> but I think it's always funnier when you're two and fourteen. Mm-hmm. Cause he did beat someone. You beat the Niners. They stink. <laughs> they went one and fifteen. Okay. I want them to go one and fifteen. The mm-hmm. only win is versus the 49ers. Mm-hmm. They'll never hear the end of it. Enjoy <laughs> that dustpan. Losers. This should, uh, this should <laughs> see you say, listen, obviously it stinks that Odell got injured. Odell would have raised hell this year. Oh, absolutely. Could you imagine dealing with that guy mm. during this circumstance? <sighs> This is beautiful. Keep up the good work up there. And we play, and we play, and we play them Thanksgiving and the last week of the season. Oh yeah, golly! Can you imagine how dejected they'll be at zero and nine potentially on Thanksgiving? Yeah, but zero and nine on Thanksgiving when you don't even want to be there. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thanksgiving, you out here getting your ass kicked. (laughs) (laughs) I can be home with pie. At 8.30 p.m. to at night. Uh-huh. So you ain't even have a Thanksgiving meal. All of Redskins Nation already liquored up, too? Jeez. Yeah, and you in D.C.? 
And the game is here. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that night. Yep. I think I might actually go to that game. <laughs> Cliff, do it. <laughs> do just it. Just so I can laugh at their fans. <laughs> Are they even going to be there? I was yeah. just going to say, gonna say it's Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, they might be one out of town. Two, they might just not show up because they're 0-9 at that point. Mm-hmm. Who are they going to walk up to the random Are ones you pro, I see a, a Roger Lewis jersey? <laughs> I was walking up to the random ones I see wearing a Jason Seahorn jersey. And I laugh at them. Seahorn. <laughs> There's always one. Got your damn Armani Toomer jersey on. <laughs> oh, man. Your, your, your damn uh, Carrie Collins jersey. Carrie Collins. Who's a drunk Kent Graham. Got your Kent Graham jersey on. <laughs> Hey, but yeah, uh, just gotta keep pace, man. Just gotta win this one on Sunday, and just gotta keep pace. That's that's, that's what's all that. But hopefully, we get some help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, we don't need no help. We just need to take care of business. We're gonna whoop their ass on Monday night. They don't need no help. First of all, you want to win tomorrow? Cool. I don't think you're going to, but that's cool. We're coming. We'll, we'll see them. Be. Yep. We're beating that ass. Mm-hmm. We'll see them. Just get, just handle business on Sunday first. I don't want to jump ahead, but I'm with y'all 100. percent Handle business and let's let's head up I-95. Most definitely. All right. Well, that's all I have for you guys tonight. Thank you again so much for being with us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 50 Gut Blog, and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash 50 Gut. Also, special announcement. I'm proud to announce that 50 Gut Blog podcast will also be available on the iTunes Store, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, and anywhere podcasts are listened to. So go ahead and give us a follow. Tell a friend, tell a friend, because we're out there. Guys, tell them we're finding you on Twitter. At YoungHef underscore 21. Let's go Nats. Game five. Let's do it. Cliff Guaf. I mean, let's go Nats, because I'm, as it turns out, I'm the actual Nats fan on this pod. You hear me talking about going to damn, Corey's watching the game on the elliptical and shit. Why are you doing this? Because you guys said you're going to the gym, so I'm watching the game with some clip. You knew we was not going to do that. We was, we was trying to play the other side of the fence. That's all. You know that clip. Come on. Yeah, we yeah, died. Right. Easy to say now. If they had lost, you guys would have been like, yeah, at least I got a good workout in. <laughs> at Cliff Goff. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to win tomorrow. I said we. I'm saying we now. That's how I feel. That we are it. winning tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be game one. And I'll see us Saturday. And then it's games on Sunday. So Let's go. Mm-hmm. Could be a good little weekend, I guess. But we also could lose game five and all this. Oh, hey, and... hey, go ahead, man. All right, man. Podcast, man. <laughs> on that note, you got to get out of here, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, on that note, I'm out of here. Holla. <laughs> <laughs>